0: The following reading is from the book Journey into Deep Memory from the chapter The City of the Sun. Into the City The gate slowly opens, revealing a wide path of pearly sand that stretches straight ahead towards infinity. I can see the curve of the earth and a brilliant white light fills the sky. It appears I am walking off the very edge of the planet. There is a beckoning call, come down this path, it seems to say. I see thousands of footprints on this path, and mine are just one more set. These footprints seem to hold the memory of the bodies who have walked here, as though their souls never truly forgot being here. I will follow this path into the city. I am told this city has been built many times before, has crumbled, and shall be rebuilt again. The following now are the words of the guide, the Elder. The East Gate, the Golden Gate, invites a cleansing of one's mind releasing all that separates consciousness from finding the unity of the Absolute. All that can be identified that separates one's being from Truth is literally or symbolically left outside this gate. Before the gate there is an arena which acts as a prayer sanctuary It is a place where everyone may rest and contemplate what they must leave behind in order to gain entrance into this city. This ritual takes place internally, is not directed by anyone outwardly, rather a personal responsibility. It is a time where people choose to leave behind anything that represents their separation from divine source. There is an ancient word that was associated with this process and has been drastically misinterpreted. Sin originally meant anything that separated one's being from the full consciousness and from source. The term pertained to all thoughts and actions that were separate Selfish, based on hunger, fear, hastiness, lower thought. This moral inventory was symbolically acknowledged by the leaving of a token. It could be anything from a shirt to shoes, a knife, a satchel, or an urn. People must walk through the gates purified, released, cleansed, embodying their repentance. There are no guards at this gate. The only witness is the human heart and the ever-present watchfulness of higher presence. There are symbols designed on the gate, illustrating the stages of peeling away excess elements of self, In this sacred arena, one may be so filled with the realization of what they have done to separate themselves from the infinite sun, that they may decide not to go through. It is a soul epiphany and a deepening. You are now entering through this east gate as a visitor. As I pass through the arches, the city sprawls out symmetrically. Its streets have large, fitted white stone radiating from a central arena. The paving stones are kept clean by the sweepers, who dedicate themselves to this selfless service. The city pulses with processional, intentional, and joyous movement. In the center of the city, where all these streets lead, there is a great circular arena, the heart space. The Elder Speaks This central area represents the heart of the galaxy and the center of truth. There is an exquisite simplicity emanating from and within this circular space, and it is flooded with light. This is a ceremonial space for silence and meditation. There is a fire that remains continually burning in the middle of the space, symbolizing the descent of the infinite sun into matter. The flame appears almost ethereal. It is ashless, clear, continual. It has been called at times the unfed flame. Everyone entering the city travels to the centre first. Here they focus on the light of the eternal flame and bear open their hearts and souls and minds. The city is inhabited with students studying the mechanics of the world and working to mend the divide between themselves and the infinite. Their collective intention is to perfect skills that are fundamental to life in this gravity-based world the art of building with stone, the mathematics of healing, the physiology of the physical body, with all its complex chemistry and evolutionary variables. The city is a hub of discovery. The citizens seek to unearth the inner workings of universal patterns, to reveal the advanced knowledge contained within them. There is continuous inquiry into the movement of time, as well as the chemistry of matter. There is a place within the city that holds all the records of all the discoveries. These records are living records. They span from the natural laws of this planet and the formation of animals and plants to the soul's original descent into form. There are some records that recall the blue star stream of absolute consciousness, the initial development of physical body forms, and the evolutionary learning stages of the human being. there is also a description of the sacred transformational power of water. This record reservoir contains information about all that has come to pass and all that is yet to be. It is indeed a grand library of knowledge. Everyone who comes through the gate with genuine humility and a clear intention of commitment to discovery They are welcomed here. This is a Mecca for priests, masters, and teachers. And there is no protection here, for none is needed. This city is protected by the intention of everyone that enters its gates. We are following the long road from the entrance gate. To reach the center. There is more than one gate, and there are many other roads leading in radiant fashion towards this central arena. Here, in the center of Homage, all travelers address the source of the universe, of being as itself, the Nameless One. This city which we rejoice in remembering is held within the souls of all beings who have ever passed through its gates. There are many reasons for coming to the city. There are stumblers who have come for repentance. There are those that are down on their knees realizing what they have lost and forgotten there are also children growing up here developing their minds towards adulthood this atmosphere of high intelligence is a cradle for encasing and developing an enlightened civilization in the likeness of the infinite sun for it is truly a civilization Moving from the primordial into the fully manifest can only occur through alignment. And it is alignment that is a root concept motivating all factors of evolution. Falling out of equilibrium creates disruption, unconsciousness, and chaos. Therefore, Cultivating and maintaining alignment is a sacred, treasured agreement here. And even the children are walking down the streets of alignment. The entire structure of this city is in alignment with the divine geometry of the universe. Every teaching, whether it be building, healing, physiology, is all based on the conduit of alignment, It is taught that when alignment is understood and civilization is built under the directives of divine design the outcome is the flowering of consciousness' full potential. There are some highly conscious ones here embodied in order to show the blossomed state. These are beings of magnitude, drifting through these streets as silhouettes of grace, and they are called the descenders. They are not ordinary human embodiments, as we have met so far, in that they did not arrive through birth and infancy. They completely transcend the duality of their body. They have manifested the substance of their body in order to descend and teach. These beings of magnitude, the masters, the sages, they teach that they will not remain embodied in physical form for all the seasons of humanity, just for the beginning. They are the gardeners, sprinkling divine seeds of wisdom, and they shall return, appearing occasionally throughout the great span of eons. This city will be remembered and built again as an enduring monument, celebrating humanity in the act of intentionally surrendering to the truth. At the gate, Each individual makes the humble choice to be renewed, to be taught, and to be cleansed. They are not coming into this city to gain power or pursue selfish conquests. They have shed the shadows of their separate self as rags outside the gate. Or at least they are devoted to their process of unraveling it is known within each one that their intention within this city is to deepen each individual must unlock their soul and strive to leave unconsciousness behind The last memory session was about the city, a very inspiring vision of a city of light with its central fire. We both left feeling moved by what we'd heard and seen. So now I will open to where we go next. The city is being brought back right away. No journey to it, for we were still there We've been held there. We're already inside the gates and standing right in the middle of the circular plaza with its eternal flame. We are standing right where we left, gazing at the odorless, smokeless flame that is fueled by gases emerging from the earth. The flame is contained and modulated beautifully, and it appears as a yellowish-white, silent, captivating flame. As I become more aware of my presence here, the white stones of the plaza come into clearer focus. I am aware of the people standing here with us. There is a group of elders standing, not far off, in a circle. They are the teachers here, and appear to my eye to have a fluid and ethereal quality to their movement. As I am standing here, I feel as though I'm both here and not here at the same time. This paradox of being here and not being here simultaneously is a strange experience. I question whether what I am seeing is real. Being here like this is more like being in an energy state that is current and timeless, not only a memory. This is now. One of the elders in the circle looks right at me and speaks with a commanding, deep voice. Settle down and relax. Do not try to figure out the dynamics of your presence here. Just be here. Let go of your orienting mind. Fully accept being disoriented. You are here for a reason. You are here to witness and to remember, and you've come to know. Your friend is the scribe, here to transpose the knowledge that we give and to witness the places where we lead you. We are going to guide you through this city. Your friend is going to be our scribe, as she once was. And you, listener, Your presence is remembered here as a poet and a singer. You hold the sound of this place within your heart and soul. You were part of creating the poetry that this place is suspended within. I know you know what I mean. The songs were a way of holding the meaning teachings, and the living purpose of this place within the heart of hearts, and were used to store sacred information within the collective soul's memory. You will find those songs again, and they will emerge through you as a spring bubbles up from underground. They will be rediscovered within you and their phrases, their cadence and melodies will emanate through you. We will now walk around the circumference of this city. This is your work. Find the songs. Let them surface within you. Absorb their sweet nourishment as the banks of a spring do when they have long been dry. Let us begin. The East Gate I see a white rustling movement as the ethereal forms of the elders begin to move in single file down the path towards the East Gate. This is the Gate of the Sun, the Gate of the East. We stand there just inside the gate. Being with these elders is like being with the Tolkien's Ents from The Lord of the Rings, in that they communicate in very deep vibrational tones, with great periods of silence and aged presence. This is what they are saying. We stand at the genesis, at the birth of time, We witnessed the birth of light and the birth of fire, the song of the infant sun, an explosion of sweetness. The first word ever uttered was an expression of joy, as sound, as light, as emotion, and above all, as purpose. We commemorate the genesis as we stand here. We find the genesis of our being within our hearts. We hear it and allow it to fill us with sound. We use our voices to emulate this sound, which sounds like a waterfall of alms containing every conceivable tone. As we listen to and add our voices to the most original expression of Aum, we invoke it within the core of the earth, the sky, the sun, and the stars, the memory of the crescendo of becoming. I feel the elder talking to me now his voice rising above the collective murmur of the other elders here at the East Gate. This is the ritual at the First Gate. It serves to recall the meaning of the original first word and deeply imprint its truth into the awareness of those standing here. See the altar of fire just inside the gate that we are circling around slowly with an internal focus on the sound of Aum. Do you see the keeper, that person over there? He is tasked to tend to this flame and to protect it. He reminds those entering that are somewhat less aware to begin their journey here nothing moves quickly in this city
1: as there is no sense
0: of time here or at least not the kind of time that exists in your modern concepts the entire city is designed to mirror the spirit's journey into manifestation protecting, sustaining, and building of the living temple that is this human form. The east area of the city houses the caretakers of the first gate. Their purpose is to continually tend to and maintain this space of beginning. see the elders gliding on. They are footless and yet they are walking, a confounding trick to my eyes. They are directed by thought not limb. They follow each other unified in mind. The path they are drifting down seems to lead around the perimeter has been trodden so often through the years that it resembles pavement in its crystalline sand packed down shiny the feet of the people we passed by are bare for this land is kind with its sandy soil the elders are approaching another gate this one much smaller than the first and My Elder Speaks This next gate is a minor working gate. There will be no ceremony here. Every gate represents a specific component of the landscape of creation. Some gates honor the cycles of the Earth's seasons. Others mark the eons that pass. And together they form a map reflects the universe. They are all associated with certain stars and galaxies. Each gate is named, and if one were to look up into the night sky for a whole year, they would witness the moment when all these gates mirror the alignment of the great cosmic grid perfectly. They are considered evolutionary markers and could be described as time gates. They also create structure, and in this manner they enable the streamlining of specific energies and the division of tasks. This structure makes it easier to move, to build, and to nourish the bodies of those that live here. The human life bodies that are being formed to host the stream of sun and absolute consciousness are fragile and thin-skinned, built as much of light as they are of soil. The purpose of the map of these gates is to serve to encase and further protect them while honoring the elements that combine to form this world fire, wind, water, and stone. We are passing through several of these working gates, all named after the stars. The elder speaks. These minor gates are used for the transportation of resources. People pass through them to go out gathering, to plant seeds, to harvest food. In this city, the minor gates are passed through in everyday life and the major gates serve as purely ceremonial purpose. Every one of the working gates serves a unique purpose, and people mostly pass through the gate dedicated to their specific task. Whether it be spreading seedlings, tending crops, harvesting, cleansing, healing removal of waste, hauling water. All the gates of the East sector facilitate beginnings, such as the planting of seeds, the transport of building materials, the setting of foundations. There are those that are the tillers creating soil for the seeding of crops, others that plant the seeds, This community of people who work and live in this East area learn to gather and prepare the materials that are used for building and setting foundations for the structures we see all around us. There are the diggers, the setters of stone, and the ones that calculate the differing pressures of the earth in order to discover the boundaries of natural law. At this time, the earth was understood to be a living and sentient being. When one dug into the earth, an experience of merging awareness with the earth occurred. The stone could not be altered without exchange, and without direct communication with the stone itself, before it was cut, wrestled and lifted from its bed. The importance of respecting the Earth was taught to everyone, and stone was considered to be alive, the living skeleton of the planet. All their structures were built along energy meridians that were mapped out as directional streams of energy that connect the magnetic poles of the Earth. They discovered these meridians through using sound waves and then they positioned foundational stones directly along the lines of this grid. They knew how to cut stones with the force of condensed light in these energy streams. Energy that is so pure and clean, within an atmosphere so sparkling and silent that even the sound of their tools is almost beyond audibility